This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Home Cook and Delivered. Freshly prepared food delivered to your door in and around the Southampton area. So if that sounds like something you want to do, if you like food but don't like cooking, check them out on Facebook by searching Home Cook and Delivered or by going to their website www.homecookanddelivered.net. I just want to take this opportunity to shout out Southampton's friendliest mixed martial arts gym, and that's Next Generation Martial Arts. And they're based down in Shamrock Key Marina down in Southampton. And you can go onto their website, www.ngma.co.uk, and sign up for your first session, which is free. Go ahead, learn new skills, meet new people. So once again, Next Generation Martial Arts, www.ngma.co.uk. Strength and Performance Southampton are a state-of-the-art gym located between West End and Fair Oak in the Southampton area. And they can help you to lose weight, put on weight, maintain weight. They can help your all-round fitness goals, your nutrition. Um, So go ahead and check them out on Instagram and Facebook by searching Strength and Performance Southampton. And a big shout out to Mission Mental Health, a new podcast brought to you discussing everything around depression, anxiety and general mental health, which has become one of the most taboo subjects to talk about commonly today. So go ahead and search on Facebook Mission Mental Health and keep up to date with their podcast. Cup fever is fully upon us and how well are England doing which is a surprise to the whole nation and potentially the whole world I think we're doing so good in this World Cup I think the team's so motivated the manager's motivated I think it helps that the manager is from a different era um, you know like the era where football was football and it's not like what we see now These this amateur dramatic stuff so when Gareth Southgate is playing football, it was football. You didn't fall over at the slightest touch. You know, he was right on the cusp of where um, football took a turn. But I think he stirs up that pot very well. And I think he motivates that team very well. And it, you can see what he's doing is working. I was a nervous wreck on Tuesday watching that football. Um, you know, I was happy as Larry. and I don't even know who Larry is, but I was happy as him all the way through. Uh, up until I believe it was about the 93rd minute when Colombia equalised. And how dirty were Colombia playing? You know, they were going hard on challenges and stuff, which I love. I love a good hard challenge. Um, that's not a, a euphemism or an innuendo. But I love a good hard challenge in football. Uh, I think it sort of separates the boys from the men. And 
they're put, they're not scared to put a foot in. They were getting they were getting really involved. Very physical team, but very um, dirty tactical team as well. You know, like uh, kicking the penalty spot when um, when Harry Kane had a penalty. There's no there's no need. That's bad sportsmanship, I believe. Uh, but uh, went through extra time again, nerve wracking. Uh, I'm sure you know ninety percent of the nation was with me on that one, sort of biting the nails. Uh, and I hugged my father-in-law so hard. I think one of us may be pregnant from that uh, during that penalty shootout. But going back through extra time, uh, fairly boring. I think England sort of. I think they have, they have this sort of problem where. They play amazing. So the first half, they're great. They played really, really well. Play as a team, moving the ball around, making chances. Uh, and then all of a sudden, second half comes and they just it doesn't look like the same team. But that, And that was pretty prevalent through the um, extra time as well. But, you know, when it got to penalties, I, I, I sort of believed, and I'm sure the rest of the nation did as well, just believed that... Um, you know, that was it. The World Cup dream was over. We were going home. Because I'm 27 and I don't think I've ever seen England win a penalty shootout. Um, certainly not in, you know, like a, an official tournament. So when it went to penalties, I was I was begging and hoping that it was going to, we were going to nick a, a late goal in, in extra time. But when it went to penalties, I was sort of not counting my chickens on us going uh, going through to the quarterfinals. But lo and behold, you know, we did well. We did extremely well on that. And Jordan Pickford um, deserves... I, think, I don't think he's got enough credit for what he does, for what he done in that game. You know, okay, he made that um, fantastic save. Nonetheless, a fantastic save, but not too sure whether it was going in. There's speculation around it. Was it going in? Was it not? And then obviously, we conceded that corner, which led to us conceding the goal. But... In all, in the midst of all that, people sort of overlooked what a fantastic save that was. Um, and if it, if we hadn't have equalised, if sorry, if Colombia hadn't have equalised from that corner, then, um, you know, I think people would be applauding Jordan Pickford for that. But I think the whole, um, the whole dynamics of how it planned out is sort of overlooked it, which is a shame because he, he, he had a great game and he had a great tournament. And um, you know he he won the penalty shootout for us without even taking a penalty. He got a good strong hand to uh, to the penalty, and he just he poured it away, which is great, you know. So uh, props to him, props to the whole team. But I am loving this World Cup. Um, and there's people I know that do don't even like football, uh, but they're they're balls deep into this World Cup, you know, um, which is great. Hannah, for one, does not like football. She never has, and probably never will. But she is she's involved in this World Cup. You know, she's uh, she's she's getting by the boys. She's rooting for everyone. Again, not a euphemism. But it's nice to see. It's nice to see sort of the nation just getting behind their country. And you know, there's the odd sort of small percentage of people who just poo-poo it, who don't care. Um, I don't like football really, to be honest. But where England's concerned, yes. I do, um, I do like it, and I love watching them play. And I think the way they're playing, you know, I think it could be um, good things could be happening on the horizon. But you know, I think we should probably end up, we should let Russia win the World Cup. 
because you know they they started poisoning people in the UK again. So this may, maybe just let them win, and hopefully no one else can suffer from um, from this Novichok um, gas or agent, whichever has been floating around there. So maybe we should let them win. But yeah, thank you for being here with me again today. Um, lovely weather again. You know, got the the washing on the line, which. You know, if you're from the UK, you'd understand that that's um, quite a rarity, really, in this country. So the washing's out on the line, the wind's wafting through it, it's drying, the sun's out, it's hot. Not a cloud in the sky, it's barbecue weather. It is absolutely stunning again, and it's, it's set to stay again for a little while longer. So I hope, you're, I hope you're all okay, I hope you're all enjoying the weather, and I hope if you don't like the weather, you're not enjoying the weather, I hope you're keeping cool. But thanks for being here with me again, it's been a great week. Um, we obviously had... The 4th of July, which means um, nothing to us us Brits over here. But it's a day for America and the American people to celebrate their, their independence, which is great. Um, you know, I've got family in America. Hannah's got American family. So it's nice to see them guys celebrating it. And I'd love to um, to be over in the States one year for, for the 4th of July because I think it would be absolutely fantastic. So happy 4th of July to anyone who's listening that may have um, you know American heritage or you are from the States. Happy 4th of July to you all. And it's been a good week for me personally because uh, about 12 weeks ago, I started a sort of lifestyle change. Changed up my diet, changed up the way I was training um, and started like a, a pretty strict cycle of um, the keto diet, ketogenic diet. But it's quite hard to maintain for a long period of time. So I'll switch in and out of cycles with keto, but I mainly uh, follow a sort of paleo diet. And since starting that 12-week uh, lifestyle change, uh, I weighed this morning, I, I'm 10 kilos lighter now. So I started off at 100 kilos and I'm now 90 kilos. So I'm literally 10% less of a person than what I was sort of three months ago. But it's a, um, it's a great diet, I think, that paleo diet. And the, and the keto diet is good uh, if you can if you can maintain it um, and work it into your life. But I haven't had to make too many sacrifices. You know, I still I still binge eat on the sofa on a Sunday or I have takeout or, you know, I still enjoy myself. I haven't had to uh, give up anything. So I still, you know, I still have a life. But, and that's good. But the main thing that I, the one thing I wanted to do really was keep in the back of my head or the front of my mind the main reason I started. It's all well and good if you want to have sit and have a chocolate bar on the sofa or eat a, eat a packet of crisps on the sofa or, you know, like crisps in the dip watching a movie. But, you know, as long as you remember why you started uh, and you go back to it, and it will keep you focused. So so that's good. Anybody who is um, doing the same sort of thing, isn't feeling it or, you know, don't feel like they're going anywhere, then you are going somewhere. You have to just keep... Keep in your head the reason you started um, and just stay focused. Drive yourself, push yourself and, you know, you'll see results in the end. Um, I'm still maybe only halfway to where I want to be. So I've still got a long road ahead of me. Um, and if anybody wants to start a lifestyle change now, get get in contact with me and I'll happily, you know, do it with you guys. Um, you know, we can motivate each other and share maybe meal ideas, etc. So if anybody fancies... A lifestyle change, a diet change, um, let me know. 
let's do it together. We're, we're in this world together. Let's just make the most of it. But, um, and you know, I was sort of having a thought process the other day about, about nutrition and diets. And there's so much, um, sort of heat around, you know, like vegan diets and stuff at the moment. Um, but I was thinking, you know, what you got to do is just try them all. Find a diet that works for you. But my main ingredient is exercise. You know, you, I believe you could be on a vegan diet and you could have an unhealthy, you know, sort of um, physical lifestyle and you'll get negative effects from that vegan diet. You could be on a vegan diet and you can train as hard as you can possibly train but you, and it would be positive. You could be on a ketogenic diet and you could um, not train at all and I guarantee that will eventually make you unhealthy. It's all about balance. You know, it's all about um, finding a diet that works for you. One that's one that's realistic. One you can realistically work into your day to day life. Um, find it. Find one. Stick at it and train hard. You know, that's all there is to it, really. Um, balance is key. You know, if you if don't punish yourself too much. You know, if you if you want to go and have go out for dinner and you want to have you know chips rather than salad, have the chips. If you want to get a pizza, get a pizza. But don't let that be a turning point where that's all you're going to eat from now on. You know, have if I ever have a takeout, I feel guilty about it. You know, I, I love the idea of it, and I think I get excited, and I think yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a pizza, for example, and I have the pizza, and I enjoy the pizza. But what I don't enjoy is um, the post feeling, the feeling that you get post pizza, where you know it's hard to get up, you're sleepy. I get grouchy. I get quite short-tempered if I have a big, a big sort of binge like that, um, and it makes me want to to go back on track again anyway. So sometimes it's it's what you need. And I've had instances where I've been dieting really hard, training hard, not losing weight, and I've had you know like a, a takeout, and the next morning I've woke up lighter. So sometimes your body needs it, and listening to your body is key when it comes to uh, lifestyle nutrition. So. Yeah, anybody who's doing that, keep going. Anybody who wants to start, let me know. We can do it together. You know, it's, I'm I'm always happy to to do new things. And I find this weather helps with um, diet and nutrition, or just motivation. You know, so this this weather's good for a lot of reasons. What this weather is not good for, I've noticed, uh, is a lot of flies at the moment. I don't know if it's just us and, and our our garden or our our area where we live, but so many flies. Uh, I feel like we've been inundated with flies. I know usually we get the spell where we have the the flying ants, but these are real, like, legit flies, and they're fucking everywhere. And I don't like that. You open the door for for two seconds to let the dog out, and you've got a house full of flies. And I don't like that. They make me itchy. If I see a fly flying around, you know, especially if you sit down to have dinner and then you hear that. And you know there's a fucking fly somewhere. And they're so fucking hard to, to hit or to kill. Um, and they, then they, I just start itching because I know that they're around. Um, and it's, it's bad. So, you know, that is a negative effect of this weather. But I'll take that. I will. I can, I can live with that if I know this weather is going to be here for however long. And this weekend is supposed to be a beautiful weekend, and that's good because this could be a great weekend. 
Obviously, we've got uh, England playing on Saturday, uh, three o'clock UK time. So that would be good. You know, that's that's sort of um, perfect barbecuing time, isn't it? So barbecues will be on across the nation, no doubt. Uh, and then Saturday night is UFC two two six, which is uh, is looking like a, a good event. Uh, is it? I heard a lot of people saying it's stacked. I don't think the card is that stacked, um, especially now Max Holloway has been pulled from the fight, um, pulled from the card rather. Max Holloway Brian Ortega fight is now off for those of you that don't know, um, which is a shame because I do like. I think that'd be a great a great fight between them two. You know, um, I think Brian Ortega is a different beast um, and may well take Max Holloway out out of his comfort zone to places that he's never been before. But, you know, we're still at the main event. Stipe Miocic versus uh, Daniel Cormier for the heavyweight title, which uh, I'm I'm liking uh, DC for that, to be honest. I'm not sure if anybody else has got any uh, different views on it, but I'm, I'm, I'm back in DC to... Uh, you know, take that heavyweight strap home as well as the light heavyweight. Um, both both phenomenal wrestlers. So I've got a feeling it's going to be uh, a grapple battle. Uh, but I just think DC's cardio tips uh, Miocic. Maybe totally wrong, but from you know from previous previous fights, that's what I've picked up on, and that's what um, I'm going to carry into this one. So I think DC takes takes that to be honest. Um, and yeah, and like I said, it's a real shame about Max Holloway, Brian Ortega, but just sort of hope Max Holloway's okay because you know he's he showed he showed signs of concussion, you know, during an interview for I think it was for Fox the other day. He was doing an interview for and he showed real bad signs of concussion. But you know, don't forget it's weight cut week, so if if where he is is experiencing extraterrestrial heats like we are as well, then you know carb depletion. Uh, water loading, training, probably add a little bit of concussion into the mix, then of course you're going to be slurring your words when you're um, when you're being interviewed. You don't want to do, when like if, if you're a fighter, you don't want to do media stuff. You don't want to do press. What you want to do is train, fight and win. So people are going, he's slurring his words. Um, you know, he's he's concussed. He's got brain trauma. He's He's probably tired. He's probably you know, cranky and feeling shitty from the carb depletion. And it's wake-up week. It's never a fun week for them. So, you know, but I believe he has been um, been to the hospital for MRI scans, CT scans, the like. But, you know, you got, that's a precaution you have to take. You can't ignore them symptoms, especially in, the, in that business. If you've got symptoms of a concussion or you've got symptoms of brain trauma, guess what? You're getting your fucking brain scanned because they cannot take that risk. So I hope whatever's going on with Max Holloway um, sorts itself out soon. And if he needs a recovery, then I hope it's a speedy recovery. Uh, I feel for Brian Ortega, you know, because he's again cutting weight, fight camp, final week of camp, weight cut week, and all of a sudden he's not fighting anymore. So all of his hard work has been sort of undone, you know. And, and then then you've got the the line you cross where do you find him, do you find Brian Ortega um, a stand-in, someone who's ready to go, um, or do you not? Do you let that fight go? But for Brian Ortega, it's a payday. And all of a sudden, he's being, for the last eight weeks of his camp, or however long his camp was, you know, 
and, and the months leading up to it, it's payday. 7th of July, checks in the bank. Hard work done, money in. But now all of a sudden, that's not the case. So, you know, I'm not sure whether you find him a stand-in or whether you let that go. I'm not sure. But looking to be a good event. Um, we've got the return of, you know, Francis Ngannou. And he's fighting Derek Lewis. So that's going to be that's, that's going to be a, a, a great fight. And that's been shifted up to co-main event now, um, which is cool. Francis Ngannou, you know, is a beast. Um, obviously, Stipe starched him a little bit. But he's new to it still. You know, seven years ago, he was... Um, he was digging sand for a living in a, in a quarry. Um, so, you know, props to him there. He's, he's now one of the, the biggest heavyweight names in the world. Um, you go, we've got Michael Chiesa, who was obviously um, hurt during, I think he was supposed to fight on 2-2-3, I think it was, in Brooklyn. But obviously, the whole Conor McGregor situation and um, Khabib Nurmagomedov uh, situation blew up. And I believe Michael Chiesa was one of the guys on the bus who was injured in that whole um, kerfuffle. And he's he's fighting Anthony Pettis. So that, that's looking to be a good fight. Um, and who else have we got? We've got Mike Perry as well. Uh, Paul Felder. Mike Perry, Paul Felder. Which would be, you know, that can go either way, to be honest, I think. Fairly even across the um, across the records. But records mean nothing when that cage door locks. So should be a good, a good night of fighting. But is it stacked? Ooh. I wouldn't go as far as to say it is absolutely stacked, but um, there's some, some big names on there for sure, and there's going to be some good fights on there for sure. So, you know, that's going to be one one to wake up for in the UK. You know, sort of three, three in the morning, that will start here. So that's going to be one to um, to get up for and, and watch. And it's been a while since we've had a good card like that in the UFC. So I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be uh, a good night. Hannah won't be looking forward to it so much because that means I've got to disturb her sleep at sort of um, 3am. But uh, we'll just cross that bridge when we come to it. And my picks for that, that main card are going to be um, DC to win, uh, Francis Ngannou to win, Mike Perry, Anthony Pettis, and Khalil Roundtree all to win. So they're my picks. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. I'm not a gambling man, but you know I may... Uh, May put the house keys on that. And whilst we're on the subject of fights, hey, Theresa May, any chance of getting this fucking Brexit underway? You wanted the referendum, the people voted. The people voted out of Europe. Yet, I think we're fucking, like a year on? No, we're two years on. We had two fucking years past when that referendum took place. So the British people sp spoke out and they said, we want to leave Europe. Because Theresa May asked for the British people to make a decision. So we voted and we voted out. Two fucking years. Over 700 days have passed and we are still no further along. I thought we would be sort of balls deep in our own sort of stuff by now focusing on our economy and, and trying to make us more stable as a, a nation. But no, we're still fucking pussying around this this subject, which is Brexit. But, you know, I think I speak for, for most of the people who say, if we're going to be leaving Europe, let's not fucking dilly-dally anymore. Let's just fucking leave. Let's get it done. It's, you know, it's really, really um, starting to take the piss a little bit. 
but you know i'm not a politician i'm not in the i'm not in the house of commons so i can't my my um my opinion is is feeble but you know the the sooner we get this brexit out of the way whether you think it's good or bad the sooner we get this this thing triggered and we're moving the better for everyone the, the better we can just either put it behind us or or work towards it you know it's this is one of them things. It's, it's going to take time to find where we are with it. But it shouldn't take two years to get it going. So, hey, Theresa May, if you're fucking listening, let's get that article triggered and let's, let's get these fucking wheels in motion. I've also seen in the news headlines about um, the 12 children and their coach, the, their, their football team, stuck in a cave in Thailand. Um, that's pretty shitty. Apparently they were... They were exploring somewhere. They went into a cave, uh, and a monsoon struck outside the cave, which meant they couldn't get out. Uh, and then they were missing. I think they've been there for like nine or ten days now. Uh, and then they've been found, and people have been trying to dive in to get them. I know one one guy died uh, diving in there to try and get them. But yeah, that's that's a crazy story. Um, you know, imagine being imagine. The whole world thinking you're lost, but you know where you are, and there's loads of you who know where you are, but everyone else thinks you're gone forever. And then all of a sudden, they they've resurfaced, and there's twelve. There's still all twelve children. There's still all twelve children there. Uh, you know they haven't eaten each other. They've obviously stayed friends, but you know they, they say they're going to start to get um, a rescue mission underway either today or tomorrow. But fuck, man. How much more time do you want them to spend in a fucking cave before you get them out? But, you know, that's that's up to them. I just hope they all get out okay. And I'm, I'm glad they're all okay up until up until now. I'm glad they've been found. And I just want them to get out okay. Um, and while we're on the subject of current affairs, hey, Chris Brown, one of the biggest names in the world. Let's not keep getting fucking arrested all the time, hey? I say it every week in, week out. If you've got a big voice on social media or a big voice in the world, lead by... You've got to set an example because people are going to lead by example. So let's not keep getting arrested because he got arrested, um, I think it was in Florida. He stepped off the stage and there was a warrant out for his arrest. Uh, Let's stop getting fucking arrested and stop stop beating on women and let's just be a role model for the children. Shit stresses me out. But... That's his business. All I just want to... Just, just stop getting arrested. Let's just uh, be good role models to the children. But I'm going to keep this one nice and short. I'm going to start my weekend. I'm going to enjoy the sun. I'm going to enjoy my family and friends. No doubt I'm going to be barbecuing. I'm going to watch England win the World Cup. Well, obviously the quarterfinals first. But they're going to go on to win the World Cup. Because um, it's coming home. And I'm going to watch UFC 226 and I'm just going to enjoy my weekend. And I hope everybody else enjoys their weekend. Um, stay cool. Stay hydrated. If you're a ginger, stay in the shade. Um, but enjoy the weekend. Enjoy life. Enjoy the world. This is Thoughts from the Toilet. I'm out. game.
we're not creative enough and we're not positive enough. It's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming, football's coming home. We'll go on getting back, so I'm getting back, so I'm getting back, so I'm getting back. Let's go. 